mummy. Is it dead or alive? Human or inhuman? You'll know. You'll see. You'll feel the awful, creeping, crawling terror that stands your hair on end and brings a scream to your lips. There's nothing on earth like the mummy. You will not remember what I show you now, and yet I shall awaken memories of love and crime and death. Now I know his horrible plan. He is going to kill her and make her a living mummy like himself. Welcome to episode 9 of the GoldenAgeHorror.com podcast. I'm half of your hosts, Matt, and tonight Andrew and I will be talking about The Mummy, starring Boris Karloff. Stay tuned after the show for more information and show notes. So we're going to talk about the 1932 universal horror picture, The Mummy, directed by Carl Froon and starring Boris Karloff and Zita Johan. Uh, what did you think of The Mummy? Now, I don't know if um, I'm just getting more used to these movies, but I've been starting to like them more and more the more I watch them. Well, you've been, I mean, you've been watching some good ones, although you oh. probably is also, it's probably as a combination of, of uh, uh, better quality ones and uh, also you're probably just like losing your ability to uh lose, lose like they're they're worming their way into your brain in some way so i mean I'm just, I, I'm just yeah. starting to understand them i you have i mean you've seen what i think are some of the best ones previously like mad love is one of the best ones and uh the black cat is one of the best ones previously. i think i'm just might i think i might car i might like karloff more than lugosi uh, yeah there's the, he's yeah I, I do too i do too I I think the di- main difference is that Karloff is like, well, Karloff is more of an actor that plays a role, like, and the roles aren't always the same, even if there's a lot of sameness to them. Yeah, they're different characters, whereas Lugosi is Lugosi, and that defines the characters that he plays. He also feels a little bit more like a film actor, where Lugosi feels heavily like a stage actor, like a theater actor. Yeah, definitely. Like Lugosi is very theatrical. He sells his. His his uh his emotions and expressions and stuff like very dramatically, whereas Karloff is a very like naturalistic acting style where he's trying to react like a, like a real reanimated, corpse from the Egyptian times would act, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, his he also is this just him or is this coincidence as he tries to bring like, a more meaningful motive to his characters besides I'm a monster. Uh, well, I don't think he could really you could really attribute that to him in any way. Um. Just you know, I don't think it had anything to do with the stories. It's just coincidence that. You, no, what are you what are you referring to? You're referring to the mummy and uh, the mummy and Frankenstein? Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's just a coincidence. He plays a plenty of uh, like unforgivable monsters too. You know, like the black cat being one example. Just monsters for monsters' sakes. Yeah. Also, the mask of Fu Manchu. Um, 
pretty much uh unforgivable monster there. Yeah, I'm sure for many levels. <laughs> but as far as these, I think this is also like sort of one of the the weaker of the universal ones so far. Yeah. Because it fall it kind of falls into it's definitely I think I don't like as much as Frankenstein at all. It's about as good I would say as Dracula, except Dracula's a little better cuz they're better there's some more there's some stronger parts to Dracula. Like it, Dracula has a second actor. This movie really doesn't as much. Yeah, you, you yeah, you mean like a second like a person with screen presence. Yes. Yeah, I suppose. Well, this this movie does have this, uh Van Helsing and Jonathan Harker characters from Dracula. It does. It has both of them. Played by, played by the same actor, actress. Also that one of those one of those guys, it was Dr. Miller. He yeah. was really like Chailing Bell Lugosi, like hardcore. Well, that's that's Van Helsing. Yeah, he was pretty much just like pretending to be Lugosi. <laughs> you think so? He had the same cadence to what he was speaking. He had a lot of the same like hand motions and like mannerisms. It was weird. I think he, that guy's just a real weirdo, like no matter what. Yeah, like he was just he was trying to be fake Lugosi or something. I don't know if it was intentional or not. But that's what definitely what he was doing. Yeah. I actually disagree with you. Uh, when you say this is one of the weaker universal ones, this is one of my, this is probably my second favorite universal one. Well, of the three I've seen. Yeah, this is the, this is my favorite of those three for sure. Oh. Uh, my favorite universal horror is The Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. But, um, this is, uh, yeah, I like this one better. I, I, it's very similar to Dracula. It's very similar to Dracula in a lot of ways. The script is almost the exact, it's almost the exact same story, first of all. Yeah. It features a lot of the same actors, but I think this one is, and even even the uh, Carl Froon did the cinematography on Dracula, and Todd Browning directed it. But there's a lot of rumors that uh, speculate that Carl Froon took a large hand in the direction of Dracula. Yeah, and this is the same guy who directed Mad Love, and he's got a real and uh, he worked in all the with uh, Fritz Lang and stuff like that on Ger- with a lot of the German expressionist classics, and he has a lot of. Um, I mean, you could tell that you could you could you could recognize his influence in Dracula for sure, especially in the stuff in Dracula's Castle. I think. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I you know I think that's you know I don't think there's like an objective reason, like why this movie is better than. Um, I think I I I think it's, I think I'm pretty much. Uh, most people I think would agree with me that this movie is better than Dracula, but maybe not. But I, I think it's it'd be a lot more contentious that this movie is better than Frankenstein because Frankenstein's. You know, regarded as probably one of the best ones, right? Best horror movies ever made. I just personally, I like it better. I think I like the Egyptian stuff. I think it just that just appeals to some adolescent thing in my brain. Mummies and oh, yeah, mummies are really cool. They're really good at magic. They're like the yeah. old the old magics of the world. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, another this movie actually has like one of my favorite scenes in any horror movie, which right. is the opening, um, the scene where they're at, like. Uh, you know, uh, investigating the they when they first dig him up, and they're investigating that box, and you see him uh, pop out of his his uh, sarcophagus. Yeah, that's one of my favorite scenes, just because of the uh, the drama that it brings. Real bit of suspense. It's 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 one of the more suspenseful scenes in any of these movies. Yeah, I mean, you know, it may this maybe I may have actually this may be better. I may have just like you know struck John Harker from my memory. In terms of Dracula, made like Dracula. Well, he's right. He's right here in this one too. Yeah, yes, yes, <laughs> I know. So he's right here, yeah. but there's no like secondary, like large player to distract me from him. Yeah, sure. 
And I really don't like that guy. Yeah, he's pretty obnoxious. What about the guy at the beginning who says, uh, "He laughs a lot." I like that guy. Yeah. I like that guy yeah. who laughs a lot. Before he start, before he starts going crazy and laughing a lot, he goes, uh, "I guess he got too gay with the Vestal Virgins." Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> he's like, "Whoa, hey, <laughs> something's a little lost in translation." Yep. Between English and English, English and American, English and American in about seventy years. Yep. Um, yeah. So I, I, there's a lot of other things to like about this movie. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm not saying that. I, I'm not saying I want to hash it out with you about Dracula. You know, like I, I, I respect your. Uh, I don't think I'm like I said. I don't think I'm objectively right there. Like I think there's. No, no. There's a lot. There's a lot to complain about, Dracula. Yeah, there is, and and a lot of it's. I just think this movie does a lot of the same stuff, but just does a little bit better. Yeah, I would say like the, the. Go ahead. The Mummy, I would say, is generally like a more consistent movie. Yep. But I think Dracula hits higher highs than the Mummy. Sure. Yeah, there is some moments in Dracula that are very impressive, and Lugosi, for all that we that I like to rag on him sometimes, is like still very compelling to watch on screen. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just think that there's just some stuff going on in Dracula, like with the editing, that makes it difficult to to watch sometimes which this movie doesn't have right and uh it's like this movie does have Karloff so he's as strong of a as a, of a player as Lugosi is really yeah um uh yeah I, I, the cost I, I like the um the set design in this movie is really cool all the different Egyptian things it is like it's it's very Egyptian and it's very like a lot of large statues yep and a lot of so, does this like does putting on masks become a thing for Karloff? Like, is that his gimmick? He does a lot He's of like faces, hev- yeah, like yeah. heavy makeuping. The yeah, faces never, of Karloff. Never, yeah, never as many as he, never as as elaborate as in Frankenstein. After Frankenstein, I would think, like the the like very. There's a very only in that first scene is there elaborate makeup on him. The rest of the movie, he doesn't. It's it's actually very simple makeup. Yeah, but still like distinctly yeah, makeup. He, yeah, he wears he wears a lot of different faces like throughout his career. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so there's another notable scene where uh, it's the scene where he um, uses that scrying pool to present the story of his his life and death to uh, to Zeta Johan's character. Yeah, and it's. Uh, I li- I like that. I always get the scene, get, get a kick out of that scene because it's presented in, in like a, as like a silent film, right? And it's sort of like almost like on. It looks like it's on the TV. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a cool little scene. Um. No. Yeah, that's another like example of like between that like sort of, and that makes it very this movie very different than Dracula. Is there there is that small. St- scene where they're trying to inject like a like a human element to his character and give him a motivation that exists outside of pure evil yeah yeah for sure he's motivated by ultimately the same thing you know the john harker character is except he's just a little eviler i guess yeah well he's yeah that's that's a very a very uh pithy observation Although I do like that he had to come in here and fall in love with the lead just so the mu- just so the mummy had someone to steal her from. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, 
But I mean, on that same subject, this movie is also different from Dracula and most other most other thirties horror movies because uh, Zeta saves herself. Yes, and is also like the second lead for, you know, more or less the second like lead role. Yeah. So this, if you, I don't know if you're, I believe we talked about uh, the trope of um, the uh, woman being menaced by foreigner. Yes. Earlier, we've actually talked about it a couple times, I suppose. And I, I mentioned that there was a couple notable counterexamples, and now we've basically seen the two main counterexamples, which is Frankenstein and the Mummy, and I guess later the Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah, and not not that the Bride of not that Frankenstein and the Bride of Frankenstein really removed the uh, aspect of menacing the women because they do, they don't. I mean, they don't re- remove that aspect. But, but they pre- sort it's of presented in a different way. Yeah, I mean, Frankenstein sort of menaces everyone equal. Yeah, it's not like a. There's like definitely a, a sexual aspect to the. Uh, a lot of the other movies and where there's clearly like she is there's a lot of like screaming a lot of focus on saving her and but then like no one else really being heavily targeted in the same way for no particular reason yeah yeah i mean i think they do don't maybe no they don't do any frankenstein they do kidnap um uh frankenstein's wife and the bride of frankenstein oh okay but um again not really the same yeah and also in this movie like He's only like half foreigner because she's half Egyptian anyway. Like, yeah, sure. So they're like, they're meeting in the middle. Yeah. He's barely a swarthy foreigner. I mean, he resurrects his soul of like his dead lover into her. So at that point, they're of the same nationality entirely. So like, uh, I suppose he's not even a swarthy foreigner in the slightest. Well, I guess that depends on how much you, how much nationality is transferred by the soul. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's what's on the inside. Yeah. It's like, it's the nationality of your soul that counts. Yeah, Absolutely. I didn't realize until the very end of the movie I kept being wondering like does um being a mummy make why is being a mummy make you magical why is like being a mummy give you magic powers then I realized again like oh it's because they're Egyptian and they worship the old gods yeah the old gods and that gives them the dark god old god power by being priests of these (laughs) <laughs> the implication is that is that the Egyptians have forgotten more about dark magic than we will ever know. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like they, there's if we dig deep enough in the desert, we're gonna find a book that teaches you how to turn people's skin inside out and stuff like that. Or just bring people back from the light. De- yeah. Why not? Which that was a really long scroll, but that guy came back to life really quickly. <laughs> like they yeah. clearly just put the um. Yeah, the important stuff is right there at the top. Yeah, it's just like a, a little <laughs> a little too long didn't read. Here's like here's the the um, resurrection scroll for you real quick. Well, the rest was just a really long warning that he's gonna t- kill everybody and uh, try to resurrect his dead love or whatever. Yeah. And just By the, way, the rest. Here's no, why you should. Here's why you shouldn't have read that top line. The rest was lore. Yeah, the lore. Yep, the fluff. The crunch versus the fluff. So I guess that pretty much covers the mummy. No, yeah, that is the mummy. Pretty much through and through. It doesn't break the mold too strong. It's just a strong version of the mold. Yeah, and I, like I said, I think, I think the big thing that sets it apart is the is the uh, female protagonist saving herself at the end. Yes, and, and the strong performance by Karloff. Yeah, I mean, fucking Van Helsing though. Yeah, he's there. John Harker, they're like he's there. To, they're there to bore it up. I mean, like I keep saying, like you know, all these guys look the same, but that's because half the time they are the same guy. Yeah, those two guys are in a bunch of these movies. I mean, yeah. Even in the first one we watched, Dracula's daughter, he was Van Helsing was there chilling out. 
Just, but I mean, he was Van Helsing at that point, still. Yeah, sure. Just delivering his lines in that weird manner that he does it. I guess was it, is he like someone's like brother or something? Like, why is he in all these movies? <laughs> I think he just he just looks like a guy who should be. <laughs> he, should, he looks like, he looks like the, that character. Like he looks perfectly. And they were just like, well, it doesn't really matter that he can't stop talking a human fashion we'll just put him in all these movies that's maybe that's why he started acting like Lugosi like Lugosi's a famous actor if I start talking like him and acting like him maybe I'll be a real actor <laughs> I, no, I mean yeah he was a he was a I think he was a stage actor and a, and a silent film star oh well, well it's probably not a star but a silent film actor maybe he should have kept silent yeah Thanks for listening to the GoldenAgeHorror.com podcast. You can find show notes and relevant articles and links on GoldenAgeHorror.com. We just put up an article this week about Zeta Johan, the female lead of The Mummy. If you want to stay up to date with new episodes, you can do that by visiting GoldenAgeHorror.com and signing up for the mailing list or the RSS feed. Or you can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash AllGodlessHere. Andrew's website is PizzaPranks.com. His Twitter is Pizza Pranks. My Twitter handle is The Water Method. Let me know how you enjoyed the podcast by emailing Matt at GoldenAgeHorror.com or finding me on Facebook or Twitter. Our theme music is the Swan Lake Dub by Dubology. Tune in next week. We're talking about the German crime horror film The Testament of Dr. Mabuse. And as always, thanks for listening.